Welcome to another episode of Becoming DO. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Let's get into it. Hey guys, uh, thank you for coming and joining us. I know it's been a while. It's been uh, too long. Yeah, we've been busy. It's getting to like the intense part of the year with like studying for boards and stuff. So <laughs> I'll try to be, you know, to actually upload stuff, but no promises. But I'm here with, with Jess again. Hey, Jess. We're back. <laughs> So you you recently went to a conference. The what was it called? The ACOG, right? Yeah, ACOG has their like annual clinical and scientific meeting, and this year it was in Baltimore, Maryland. Got to travel to Baltimore for the weekend. Um, this was like three weekends ago, so I'd never been there, but I really liked the city. It was it was a fun experience, and one of my classmates went also. So. I wasn't completely alone. We got to kind of explore the city, so that was fun. No, there's a there's a very large concentration of uh, Nigerians in Maryland. Oh, cool. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, there's like a lot of diversity. I feel like compared to like where we are, I don't know. I mean, there is diversity here, but it's like. I feel like that there's one minority that's a majority and then like not a lot of like anything else. But in Baltimore, I felt like it was like there was no um, I don't know what the demographics are actually, but I didn't feel like there was like any one majority. Oh, well, that's so cool. I mean, I'm I'm always awful like uh, going to places where you're going to be exposed to different cultures and you know, so is that something? Is that like a place you're considering? Did you think? Did they have like a? Did you check to see if they had like a residency program around there to see if? Oh uh, yeah, they definitely do, and I would I would definitely love to like live there. Um, I just think that when you're not like from that area, it kind of makes it a little harder to like match into um those programs. But since I kind of like have been there before, maybe that gives me a better opportunity but from what I've heard like a lot of programs like to see that you're like from an area or you have like ties to that area so that you're more likely to like want to like also go there you know like if they rank you high they want to know you're also like interested in their program it's funny how that works because like part of the reason why I'm applying to that program is because I'm interested in like Exactly. I, I understand the whole geographic preferences, but sometimes I'm like, I don't know. I feel like it, it kind of makes it hard. Like if you're kind of like rolling someone out just because they don't have ties to a location, it's, I don't know. Yeah. I, mean, I don't think I like it. But the conference was super educational. And like as a medical student, they had specific like, um sessions just for you and you got to you know learn learn some things so I would highly encourage anyone that's like a first or second year um to like go to if if you already know you want to do like OBGYN because those those um conferences are great like networking opportunities um they like offered for every like 
residency program to come but honestly there was a lot of like people from like California and then um there was there was a lot of like west coast and then texas programs but other than there's only like 10 i think that came which is not very many when there's like 170 plus like residency programs you know so because like it's it's interesting you said like first and second year because i'm like is it is first year too soon to be going to conferences it's you know like i uh, maybe um, like second year but i mean if you're like really you really know you're like interested in like a specialty and that's like for sure what you want to do um there's like scholarship opportunities so if you like just apply for it you might get it and I think I think maybe your first year like don't necessarily like pay for it out of pocket if you if you can't afford it because they are really expensive to go to um but then like if you if you get a scholarship you should definitely take that opportunity I guess you got the chance to talk to some program directors or no? Yeah, there was like a session that like they were in just a Q&A. And so we talked about like the signaling since that's new. Does Gen Surge do that now? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, so, like, I, yeah. Talking about like how to signal, like what um, what signaling like kind of entails and like so one of the program directors she flat out said like we don't interview people that haven't signaled our program so i just thought that was interesting oh that's so cool okay now let's 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 not get down to part of the reason why i wanted to talk to you like, <laughs> about the conference like something um major happened i guess that was all over the News, Twitter, all over the internet, yeah. <laughs> the internet. So, like, were you were you in the room when that happened, or what? I wasn't at that um, particular session, but I know other people that were, and like, we went to the bar that night and we're like talking about it, and it like, um, everybody that was like a audience member that was like witnessing it was just kind of like, what is going on, and then you know, like, actually worried about their own safety, because in today's, like, day and age, you don't know, like, like, people's intentions, and um, so they were, like, worried about if he was going to, like, pull a gun and things like that, so it was, like, kind of, like, very nerve-wracking for, for them, but I, from what I, like, understood and, like, now seeing everything, it's it was um, this husband was you know, upset that this program director and speaker at the conference um, had sexually assaulted his wife while she was, like, a resident. And so he, you know, kind of was trying to, like, make a statement, and he definitely did. So that's what I, like, understood from what happened. But I'm actually kind of glad that I wasn't there because Honestly, like, I I was happy. I was just able to, like, enjoy the conference. And, like, I was able to get out what I came there to get get out of the conference, you know. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't want to, like, be involved in, like, any drama or anything like that. And I don't think anyone did. But I totally understand, like, his frustrations. I just feel like, you know, it was, like, 
in my opinion, not necessarily the best, like, time or place for that. Because, like, obviously that speaker should not have even been able to, like, be presenting. Like, he doesn't seem like like a great person. So yeah. that's not great. But I I just feel like it's it's, like, hard because... Like, I paid money to be there. Other people are paying money to be there and not, like, make it this, like, drama. But also These are... raising a really good point that we have to, like, speak up more about, like, sexual harassment. And it's not okay just because someone's your program director, so you feel like you can't say anything. Yeah, because I was, I was going to ask, was like, obviously, you, you, you did say something that I'm like... And this is just me being uh, um, curious. Like you said something about like not being the best uh, time or place to address the situation. Like, like did you think uh, part of the reason why he wanted to make it so public was because he, he understood that like being public maybe it would draw a lot more attention to the you know to the situation. Yeah, the public. Yeah, obviously, like, I wasn't there, so I don't, and I'm, I don't know the full story, but um, I'm assuming he intentionally, like, purchased a ticket to this conference because he knew that that individual would be speaking at the conference, and so he wanted to, like, make a public statement because he felt like he needed to, like, get vindication for what happened so he kind of took it upon himself i that could be like untrue it could have just been like he happened to be there but i really don't think that's the case but um so i don't know so like i feel like since it was like he had planned out to do this it's like there like a lot of people get like the same kind of like voice from social media like he could have easily been like um blasting this guy on social media and said like you know he doesn't deserve to like speak at conferences or get any accolades because of what he's done and I feel like in today's day and age that kind of stuff would have gotten just as much like feedback you know like I don't know we're both on like med twitter and we see a lot of things like people pointing out like injustices as VO students like just um last week uh there was this tweet circulating about um yeah yeah so it's yeah. like there like all of us are now seeing this and and talking about it because a school in vermont was like we don't take do's for audition rotations so okay. Since since you brought this up, I just let's let's just go on a tangent and then we'll, we'll come back to like <laughs> like the you, like so obviously it was very um, frustrating um, seeing that tweet of like oh yeah we don't accept um, deals because it's 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 not it's not surprising the fact that there's still this um, divide I I'm calling it a divide would you say it's a, a divide or more of like just a what's the word for it what's the word I'm looking for. I, there's this a, uh, it's not prejudice. What's the word I'm looking for again? I don't like, know, like discrimination. Yes. Yeah. So I think like, that, I think that, it's like really frustrating for, for me because like they, 
they shouldn't be allowed to do that. And I think that after everything, like, I think it's just kind of like a cop out to be like, well, we don't know how to compare DOs to MDs because they take different tests or like yada, 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 like all of this, all of these excuses as to why, you know, we, we can't, we can't compare the two when like numerous studies and, and experiences from programs have seen that like DO students work just as hard, if not harder, and they are like better, like they, they have outperformed their counterparts because, because we've been forced to do that for our whole career. So I think, I don't know why they still are like kind of trying to put one higher than the other. I don't know. I don't know why it, that is, but that's how it is still. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's really sad. But apparently I guess the, the, the bullet they're into that, like, I think they said that they're not open to accepting applications from DOs, but I'm like, yeah, that's one thing for them to open applications and there's, you know, get like the token DO rotation, but like having, having DOs be residents there, it's also, it's also very, very different from having someone rotate. I also think that like, this is also important for, for us DOs. Like it's, yeah, it's true that we want to break the, metaphorical like glass ceiling there for DOs in terms of like being in established academic uh, residency programs but I also think that it's also important especially for if you're going to spend four five years three four five possible six years at a program like it's it should be a program where you are welcome to some degree you know where you're also celebrated as a, a DO just like your your MD counterparts and you're not right. you're not held to a much more like higher standard than than the counterpart. Like your every single one of your moves is not being watched because you you have a D or your name versus an MD. You know, you know, in a place where they're expecting you to make mistakes or something. You know, so I, I guess like for us too, that like are going to uh, MD programs for our away rotations. Like that's that was obviously something I was worried about at first, but I'm like. It's also like an opportunity to go and uh, show that that deals are just as good. Yeah. These, you know. And I think another difficulty is like we're at kind of a newer school that only has like now three years of graduates, so a lot of programs don't even know our our school exists, and so we are like even our class is going to be like kind of pioneers and paving the way for future classes. And it, it is important for us to be our very best and like really show that like DO students are just as good and, and our school produces like competent physicians so that like in the future, they'll be like, Oh, we've had somebody from that school before and they were great. So like, we'll take another person from that school, for example. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think yeah, it's so like, unfortunately it's a lot of pressure to put on our shoulders, but 
I think so far we we could we could carry it. You know, just keep proving that we're just as good as MBs. I, it shouldn't even be a question. Yeah, honestly, like it I shouldn't think be. Like, a lot of the issue comes down to like what each school values. Like MD schools are obviously more research heavy than DO schools, but at least for our school, I feel like they push research, but it's like frustrating because the research is like your own program whereas like like when I was at ACOG I was getting to talk to like there's people like entering their third year of medical school that are there that are already published on on like projects but these are like people that are at like very large institutions that are associated with a hospital so they're getting the just like the kinds of research that they're getting is just already like ahead of us because it's like clinical based whereas yeah. like we don't have a hospital affiliate in our school and that's that's true i think that's that's obviously some of the advantages of having a very or going to a very established like a program yeah and Especially i think that's what like places a, are looking for now is like yeah. because they want to see that you're at like a prestigious place. I don't know. I feel like in the end of the day, like if I'm able to pass the same board exam that you pass, and do just as well with patient care, like I should be given as much of a shot. Right. The person, like it shouldn't matter what's at the end of my name, like. So at the end of the day, like the, as much as people think that the patients care, they really don't. Part of it is just like, um ignorance at first well once they they understand that like we're basically the same i don't think they care like a sick person doesn't look at the, the doctor that they did they, they see them be like are you an md or an do they don't they don't ask you that yeah so I don't, I don't know why it should matter that much like we should be past that at, that, at this point honestly i agree yeah <laughs> Okay, so like now back to back to what we were talking about before we went on this. So, so you saw like the the post I sent you about like the uh, yeah the, the guy is apparently uh, suing and the husband pressing charges, yeah, pressing charges, yeah, for assaults and stuff, and uh, it just like I guess I guess, I guess my question is like how how. Um, often because i i looked into it how often do you think um like sexual harassment like happens in like um, medicine in terms of like uh, academic medicine i think how it happens think a, it? a lot for sure i think that um like even whether it's from like patients or like preceptors or you know program directors, it doesn't matter. As a woman, you uh, at some point in your career are going to face sexual harassment. Do you, do you think this is um, different from like the outside of like medicine? Like obviously women just fun, sadly enough, just for the, the very fact that they are women, they just know. I don't think women. it's exclusive to the medical field if that's yeah. what you're yeah well like um i guess like do, like do you think it's more from 
like your that their counterparts, or do you think it's more from um, say the patients and stuff? I think it's from everyone. Yeah, I th- I think you're right, and like I I also remember the video I sent you with the anesthesiologist. Yeah, and uh, I hated <laughs> that you sent that to me because I still like get like visceral reactions whenever I think about that because it it's just it honestly was a disgusting video and I don't I don't ever want to like actually see something like that happen I don't even know what I would do but I I would probably react in a very negative way so so I'm not the, trying to catch a case. Yeah. So let's now talk about like the situation where um, it's this is like I don't know, it's hypothetical, but I guess it just it does happen in places where let's say you are in a, a a program or like a residency or like doing rotations and you like get assaulted by your your attending or your senior or something like. Because how do you? Do you think there's enough like support for for women or men that are in that situation to like speak up? You know, because like I guess based off of the this this what this uh, news about the uh, Obi guy, like apparently it happened like seven years ago. You know, mm-hmm. and she never I guess really said anything. We're just confiding in her like uh, a spouse and stuff. Like, do you think there's enough like support for? For women, like to, you know, be open about situations like that if, it, if that happens to them. No, because I mean, speaking from experience, it's like if you directly say something, then you're afraid that you're going to get punished in your rotation, right? So you are worried about getting a bad evaluation as medical students i feel like it's it's worse because we have we have to you know pretty much kiss ass to everyone so that we don't get negatively evaluated yeah. and then like um i've had i've had patients say you know like uh, harass me in front of my preceptor and my preceptor doesn't doesn't do anything about it so who am I gonna talk to and like say that this is going on that would actually do anything about it that's you're right but I'm I guess this was just like my um um opinion on the situation I think because like for the longest time um like medicine has been such a man like a field like it's been a field like with a lot of men where like like a lot of like jokes and like offensive remarks were very common you know and most of those behaviors were i guess now that there are, there are women involved in medicine like it's it's a very hard uh culture to i guess I guess the, what I'm saying is like it's the, the the culture and the behavior, especially if it's from like much older uh, physicians or something. It's 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 not very different from the culture now, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's it's because I'm like, oh, it's just a joke, and it's just a this. It's just like 
uh, you can't take a joke. You know, it's like the our generation now. They have, we are very uh, we don't we no longer tolerate like a lot of the stuff or behaviors that was more tolerated back then. Yeah, but even still, today I feel like there's like things like that happen, and a lot of the times I feel like when you like do like it's hard to like prove a lot of these things because it's usually just like you and someone else and so it's your word versus theirs so it's like you're there for one month and no one really knows you and then this person is like like they've been working there for 10 years and you know no one else has said anything so then they don't have anything to go off of. Yeah, I guess I guess it's it's also funny because I don't know if you ever they they made you do this, but like I feel like during most of my rotations, whenever I had like a a female patient, I always had to have a a chaperone there. Yeah, like for every single counter, it didn't matter. Like I could not be in a room alone with a with a female patient. Like I had to have, like I had to wait. Even even attendants now, they, they also had. To have like chaperones uh, with them there, just I guess mostly just to avoid being put in uh, like uh, a situation like that, or just to make sure like there wasn't any like accusations or anything like that, you know? Yeah. And do you think that's like that's like helps with the situation of like at least reducing the the amount of like uh, sexual like harassments that goes on in uh, medicine? Um, I'm not really sure. I haven't had that. Like, I have, I've been, like, chaperoned when I've done, like, patient encounters for certain things, but, like, I've never, like, I can go into any patient's room and take a physical exam, and nobody, nobody, like, requires me to have, like, be chaperoned or anything like that. So, I'm not sure... But I think that it would definitely reduce the amount of, like, sexual harassment because you have someone else watching you. But I just think that that's terrible that it's, like, you can't you can't control yourself unless someone else is, like, watching you. Because, I, I mean, because most of the time that's, that's when it, it usually happens, you know, when there's nobody there watching, like, it's just you and someone else. Like, the, the likelihood is much more higher, but... Yeah, it's 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 very uh, like sad that like women can you know, just like be safe or like you know they can't uh, be uh, they can't go you know be themselves or they can't go somewhere without being like exposed to the possibility of being harassed. Men too, as well, because I think men men as well get harassed, not just women, but. Right. It's mostly women, but yeah. Yeah, it's sad. I think that there's definitely like a need for change. And ACOG put out a statement about how they didn't condone violence and stuff. And then later they put out a statement saying like, we need to do better like as an organization because like obviously... Like, it's not okay that, you know, we have physicians that are experiencing this. So they kind of, like, put out a statement saying, 
like we're gonna do better at like preventing sexual harassment and making it like available to like express you know like incidents like that in the future yeah oh this was a very uh, serious episode i hope this is never this like <laughs> yeah it's like, it's this deeper serious uh and it's also short as well i guess i'm, I'm trying to like uh keep the episodes like sh- short now and not like way too long except for like if we have like like a, a guest and if like we're talking about like certain certain episodes are obviously gonna be longer but it was i think this is also very very important though and something that needed to be you know discussed and stuff yeah like it would have been nice to have like uh other people as well because i know like it's it's the experience is very different for a lot of us you know like there are probably people that have have different experiences like i i have never been in the had an experience that you said like you had with like being assaulted by like you know patients or anything because i don't know i feel like the respect that people have i, I wouldn't like like you said like how like you get like told like you are you a nurse like i have yeah. never ever been asked that like right like, yeah i get called nurse assistant uh food service one time that was funny food service yeah i was like no i'm not in food service but what can i get for you (laughs) that's so that's so yeah it's funny and like i've i've just kind of just started introducing myself as like student dr lee so that people like just hear doctor because i feel like when i say medical student a lot of people just assume that's nurse which I don't I don't know but or I'll just say like I'm a physician in training or something like that (laughs) physician in training (laughs) yeah that's funny it's hard like I just I feel like it's like an automatic respect thing for most men and like women have to kind of like show that they're like like we're also gonna be like both of us at the end of the day are gonna be doctors yeah yeah, no, the only, the only time that, like, that has ever happened to me was, like, I think I was wearing, like, blue scrubs, which is what, like, a lot of the nurses in the hospital here in our class were wearing. So, like, they were, like, oh, are you, like, a nurse? Like, one of the patients, like, stopped me. I was, like, hey, I need help. I'm, like, yeah, I'm, I'm not a nurse. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll get some for you, though. But, yeah, that's that's the... That's the worst part is, like, you look official and you look like you know what you're doing. But when patients, like, ask you stuff and you're, like, like, where's this? And I'm like, I literally have never been to the <laughs> hospital before. I have no idea. I'm trying to also find the OR. So if you could help me, that'd be great. Yeah, it's always, it's always funny when that happens. It's like, bro, what are you doing here? And you see it in your faces too. It's like, like. What do you mean you can't help you me? <laughs> yeah, I feel so rude. I'm like, sorry, I don't know where it is. Uh, that's, that's so funny. Well, uh, it was it was this was this was a good good talk good episode. Yes. Like we need we need to get back on it and and do a lot more. I was I was wanting to do uh what about like student loans because you know we don't, don't be... even get me started. <laughs> We're gonna be having to pay that like uh quite soon. So eh, I, we have a year. We'll talk about that like next. Um, well, have a good uh 
have a good week you know yeah drop a comment or uh any experiences that you've had and we can continue the discussion otherwise good luck on your on your journey to becoming do's and mds if you're mds and mds i suppose no i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) all right bye good night Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I hope you enjoyed the episode. I would like if you did enjoy the episode too. You should please, please, you know, give us like a like or something. I don't know. I think, oh yeah, just rate us. Four stars, five stars, one stars. I don't care, honestly. I hope you actually enjoy it. Um, thank you. The whole point of this episode was just basically like a audio diary of my life from uh, medical school. So we're gonna be having a lot more episodes with a bunch more friends. I would honestly appreciate if more people who want to be interviewed feel free. We could have any conversation about life because I think sometimes as medical doctors we're so focused, hyper focused on our life as doctors that we tend to actually forget that there's like a life outside of that so um thank you for listening this was a very very fun episode to record you know we were just just it was just a chill conversation and i like i honestly just like the format and um like i said just give us a rating it's gonna help the podcast uh get big um So thank you. Have a good day.